Welcome to Boost Power Podcast. Inspiration, insights, and ideas for your business and your journey. Welcome to Boost Power Podcast. I am your host, Betsy Wiersma. Today is the first day of the rest of your life, and it's going to be better because you listen to Boost. I am so lucky to meet a lot of amazing women from around the world, but this one I could say, if I could figure out a way to make her be my next door neighbor for the rest of my life, it would be my best idea. Everybody meet the amazing Cindy Tyler. Hello, everyone. Hello. And the crowd goes wild. (laughs) So uh, Cindy and I met because we were supposed to. I was meeting with a woman and I was telling her about my art and I wanted to bake a card deck. And she said, have you ever heard of Vervante? And I'm like, no, that's a very interesting name. And she's like, oh, it's a women-owned publishing company. So my favorite Cindy story is I call and I say hi, thinking I'm talking to the sales rep. And I say, oh, I'm this artist. I want to make a card deck. And because I'm a marketer, I said, if we put Vervante on it, do you think I could get an extra special deal on the printing? And she says, yes. And I said, well, don't you have to ask your boss? And she says, I am the boss. (laughs) Oh, that's a great story. It is a great story. And and that was the start of a love affair. And like I said, if I could be Cindy's next door neighbor, which I'm plotting to, got some (laughs) plots for that. Um, So Cindy, tell everybody a little bit about uh, you and your kind of rise from corporate And then seeing a niche and coming over to publishing and kind of what Vervante does to help people take their ideas and their dreams into the world. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for this opportunity, Betsy. I feel the same way about you. We were instant friends. It was amazing. So I spent about 20 years at Xerox, and then I went to a startup company in Silicon Valley, learned all about the internet when the internet was like, you know, what is this thing? And had the opportunity to kind of make some mistakes along the way. And then we went public and then the stock market crashed in 2000 and I got laid off. And I was in a bit of a panic because I was a single mom, didn't know what I was going to do for money. But I had this incredible opportunity that I had just spent six years building a business And now they said, you just need to make this business go away because this company is going out of business. So I took a leap of faith. And within two weeks, I started Vervante. The name is completely made up. I, everything that I wanted to name the company was already a registered domain name. So I just made up a name that's based on the word Verve and just made it sound fancy, Vervante. And so now what I've learned over the last 22 years is that really my passion in the beginning was to make publishing a book. In the beginning, it was all about books, make publishing easy for anyone. But what we found, you know, the market has changed. And now we do all these really fun products like card decks and journals and planners and home study courses, all sorts of things that it traditionally would require you to print a lot or you didn't have a lot of flexibility. And my whole goal was to just make it easy and let people get creative. And whatever that was, whether that's the size of the card or the type of cover or whatever, that we would try to find a way to make publishing and distribution easy and let people get their ideas, their their dreams out in the world. So there you go. There's how Vervante came to be. 
Well, um, what a fancy name, Vervante. I was very I, fancy. I think maybe you should make up the legend of Queen Vervante, who traveled <laughs> through the world in the ancient times, um, reading stories from her heart. Oh yeah, and that's it. The legend oh, yeah. of Queen Vervante now came comes over to journals. Uh-huh, <laughs> yeah. Card decks. Well, it um I would tell anybody who's listening, I did not ever know. I would have a product line, a card line, a blessing journal, a stew book. It was Cindy's encouragement when she saw my heart of how I was just this artist that had a tormenting teenager. So I took an art (laughs) class and uh, my art teacher said, well, that's kind of good. And then I made 48 art angels. And then I said, well, they need to be on a card deck for happiness and hope. And Cindy's the one that said to me, "Um, can I have my designers lay out some cards or lay out a blessing journal or, um, yeah, a planner? And I was like, sure. Uh, But I think that that is what is my favorite part of your story. If you're listening right now, you don't have to be a publisher and a printer and a designer. That's what Cindy and her team does. They have formats you can use to plug and chug they have the whole book world that she started in so you can learn about publishing your own book but also they have services that can help you if you kind of got the basics but you need some help um Mm -hmm. so so my story went from card deck to cards to blessing journal planner um gosh and i'm sold out of everything right now i'm just like i'm so glad i'm interviewing you i'm heading to my portal because i got a Order and everything is in a portal. You can just order your stuff. They can fulfill your stuff and warehouse your stuff. So that's right. good. But I'm curious about you. What's a nice girl like you doing in this business? Was there something growing up? Like what was your education? Were you entrepreneurial as a kid? Um, tell the, uh, the listeners a little bit about you. So I uh, started at Xerox when I was 18 years old. Uh, my mom said, you know, I was a toss up between, should I go to college? I wanted to be in medical research of all things. And my mom said, you know, if you're not going to go to school, you're not going to get married. Cause I lived in a small town where everybody was getting married. She's like, you're not going to get married. So you're going to come work at Xerox where she worked. So that was like, all I was went the first day and I was like, what? Oh my God, this is where I need to be. I absolutely loved it. So I was at Xerox for 22 years, mostly in printing services. So they have different divisions and I sold printing. So I've always been in the print, not the equipment, but in the printing services business, which gave me this incredible foundation of understanding print and different types of print and the concept of providing print as a service. And then when I went to um, the startup company, that experience kind of led me to help them start a print-on-demand business, which in the days where I started, print-on-demand was not even a term. I mean, Amazon was just starting out. They were just selling books. So print-on-demand was really just a concept. And so I was really lucky to take my traditional printing experience and help the startup company develop a whole business unit around print-on-demand. So we kind of started right when print-on-demand was just really beginning and people could never, it was one of those things where you actually had to convince people that yes, we can really print one book at a time. And we, you know, it was really fun. It was an incredible 
six years of my life where I got to work where money flowed in Silicon Valley, like just investors just gave us money and we just got to like do cool stuff. And uh, then when I got laid off, it was one of those things I never really liked having a boss. That was the problem. I never really liked following all the rules because I didn't think the boss ever understood what the customer really wanted. So Xerox was so structured and so many rules um, that I really loved working for a startup. And I really felt like I figured out this is where I need to be. So when I had the chance to really, you know, take the leap and do my own thing, I, I was nervous because I knew I didn't know what I didn't know. But it was, it was the chance of a lifetime to really be able to connect with people, provide a service that people wanted, and there really wasn't another um, option. You know, this was before people would really go to China. 22 years ago, you know, things were so different. So it really was just a chance for me to just take all this wonderful experience I'd had at Xerox and the startup, and then be the boss and do all my own thing. It was really just a gift. Well, you know, I've worked for the same boss for a long time. And the five foot four the five four four redhead never gives me raises. She makes me work all the time. Unless she doesn't, and then I make my work traveling around the world, which is a good thing about being your own boss. But I I like you never really fit into a corporate structure forever. You had your Xerox. I worked right. for state government a little bit. I um I a little bit in the private sector for an insurance company, but at the ripe old age of 26, I went to Sweet 2 BR and started my own thing and thought, well, what's the worst thing that can happen? I'll have to go get a real job. Real job. And let's see, that was in 1980. Look at you. Gosh, You're a rock star. Five. Whoa. Uh, yeah. 1985 or so, uh, 87 maybe. And that's a long wow. time ago. And you're thinking wow. like, is your wheelchair rolling around with your, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yes, it has been very fun, like you, to, to really know what the customer wants and then develop the way of service of that customer. For me, special events, marketing, uh, right. building community, you know, that the customer wanted in your own style. Well, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Boost Power Podcast with the amazing... Cindy Tyler from Vervante, the very fancy <laughs> named company, and we'll be right back. You are listening to Boost Power Podcast with your host, Betsy Weersma. We are part of the Global Sisterhood Podcast Network, women who amplify their voices and are committed to inspiring all people with podcasts on purpose. Enjoy these true stories and proven business tips for your business and your life. Now, back to Boost. We're back. And now you're all thinking, I need to make a company and make a fancy name like Vervante. I thought that there was a legend, and now I'm going to start making up a legend. I'm going to come up with a queen. I'll make some art of a queen of Vervante. Just give me a crown. I will. I'm going to make her with big red hair and darling glasses, so you know who that's going to be. That's going to be you. Well, um, we always like on this show to talk about case studies, like real things that have happened. So I'd like you to tell everybody about some of the more interesting projects you guys have supported, because I have not yet pulled that trigger on doing some of those gift boxes, which are so popular. I know Mm -hmm. you do that. Coffee table books we did with the stew book. Mm -hmm. Um, So great. So just, you know, pick somebody um, and let's give everybody an example of an idea that 
someone brought to you guys and how Vervante partnered with them to take it to the world? So one of the most popular items that we still do are books. So books are, everybody either writes, you know, their own story or they write a children's book. Some sort of a a book project usually is what start, what we start out with. But what I always ask the customer once they've spent their time and all this energy writing, getting the book to the part where you can print it is now let's turn it into all that good stuff, whatever that is, let's turn it, repurpose that content and turn it into two or three additional products. So like you said, Betsy, we took your beautiful angels and turned them into multiple products using the same basic artwork, just repurposing. So we do that oftentimes with a book where it might start off as just a book and then it becomes a workbook. And then from that, we pull out the nuggets of the highlights, like the motivational quotes or the inspirational message or whatever, and take those out and make a card deck. So what what the customer thought started off as just a book could then turn into workbook, card deck, journal, and really it's just repurposing the great content they came up with initially into a variety of products that then, like you said, we create bundles, um, sell those as a bundle, sell them as standalone items, package them in a welcome box. So then you just take it to the next level and make sticker, a sticker for the box, a sticker to seal the tissue paper, create a custom printed box. So now the customer gets this beautiful VIP box or welcome box that has their book, a workbook, a deck of cards wrapped in nice tissue with a sticker and then a custom printed box and they get that in the mail. I mean, so you can really take, I learned a long time ago from an incredible marketing guy, Jay Abraham, who was a customer of ours. I was always fascinated that he was able to take a message, a speech or something he gave, and then repurpose that into different tools and training things. So he really didn't create all this new content all the time. He just repurposed his content. It was so smart. And that's what I've tried to teach our customers, which is, you know, don't reinvent the wheel every single time. New products are awesome, but just repurpose that content. So a children's book is another great example. If you find an illustrator to to illustrate your children's book, have that illustrator create a black and white line drawing of the book first so that you have a companion coloring book. So all the same illustrations that you're paying for, but you just are able to take it and repurpose it into two products now, a beautiful children's book and a companion coloring book, same art, same expense, now two products. Yeah, that's a brilliant idea. The coloring mm -hmm. book I know is so big even for adults. Exactly. Some people have said to me, you know, can't you make an angel coloring book? And I would literally have to make tracing paper. Yeah, I would have to take tracing paper and a marker and a lot of patience and try to line it. And mine just doesn't lend itself as much to that at this current way. Um, But one thing I did do on your recommendation that has been great is I did take all the artwork from the card deck and made individual prints that you yep. print it off and put it in the beautiful cellophane with the nice backing. And I've used, you might remember the order, I got like 10 of of all of them. Yep. So I had 400 of them. And still, this is five years later, I'm still giving them out as a gift with purchase. I'm still taking them to yep. trade shows. I signed them all so they became signed prints. And yep. you know, it's a great way to, again, repurpose that same artwork 
and to keep the love going. But I love the box idea. It came to me, box of Betsy. We'll put the stew book. We'll put the card deck. We'll put a journal and make it $99 and uh, do a box of Betsy. Exactly. I I think my favorite project with you, well, there's everyone, but my one to tell everyone about is the stew, which is Smart Talk, Exceptional Women. And during COVID, when we were all just grasping for what is this and how am I stuck in my house and uh, how do I be my normal self, um, I had the kind of vision that came to me in a dream that a way to serve would be to partner with Cindy and really let these women take this time that they were gifted in COVID to express in a thousand words or less how they would help others in the world. And so Cindy and I partnered on the stew and um, I being an artist got to work and did about a hundred pieces of custom art. And Cindy and her back of the house was just so set up for us to organize literally 62 authors, uh, each with their own spread each in five different sections that each had a color coding by theme. And um, and it was 220 odd pages of inspiration. But um, just tell people about things like collaborative books, coffee table books to advertise what they do, because I think this is something that really was a community building project. Um, The other truth for you listening is I did a GoFundMe campaign and I was able to raise the money for the book because people pre-bought the book, which allowed me to buy more copies, which got my cost per book down. And then people also got to dedicate a story in the book if they did a $100 donation. So of the 60 stories, I think 45 or 50 of them were sponsored. So that right there added up very quickly to help with the sponsorship. So tell them all about collaborative books, coffee table books, and things like that. Yeah. So collaborative books are very popular. We do a lot of those where you have multiple authors on a, on a project. And so that works out really well for, um, you know, if you've got, if you want to share somebody that takes the lead and then you've got multiple authors who can then buy their own books, sell the book on their website, and we can set up different accounting uh, where the same books get printed for the, for different people. So that's all very popular and easy to do. So if anybody's working on one of those types of projects where you've got multiple authors contributing, we can totally help with not only just the printing and distribution, but the accounting part of it. So that makes it very easy. So, and on just to, to Betsy's point on her beautiful stew book, that was a work of art. I have to tell you that we've done some beautiful books, but n- never with that kind of level of love. I mean, people do, a, you know, beautiful projects, but every story in there, the artwork was just all very personal. It was beautiful. So that was a really fun project to work on because it was just so beautifully done. Well, it, it still exists. So um, God rest its soul. There's still copies around it. I'm still heading for a reprint. I'm just waiting for the inspiration and a great way to package it. But maybe now with that Betsy box, I don't know. <laughs> but, um, but, but I want you to hear Cindy's back of the house took, oh my gosh, 175 different buyers that came through my GoFundMe campaign in a database and shipped out from her warehouse, the books. And that is really critical that when you're dreaming really big and you think, oh, I want to be a best-selling author. Well, good luck with that. Um, It's really hard to get noticed in the big world, but pre-selling 250 copies was golden because it not only paid 
and, and made it possible to produce it at that level in four color, that many pages. But also um, it funded everybody got, you know, their books mailed out. And um, the authors then all got to buy at wholesale or as close to cost as yeah. I could afford. And then they all bought 10 and 15 and 20 and 30 books. So um, it was a great project. And just um, so Betsy, let me can I just tag on there about the pre-order concept? Yeah. So I am 100 percent try to if especially if it's a. I know a big project like yours, or even if it's a new product. So I, when I talk to authors and business owners, I always recommend if you have, don't know, or don't have a feel for what the demand might be of your new project or product, pre-ordering is a great way to go. So what, what we, what we can do is work with you either on like a mock-up image that doesn't really exist yet, because maybe it's something that you don't really know. We can't really make one of, or we'll figure it out. But a mock-up where you create a sales page, you take pre-orders, like Betsy knew, you know, how many we're going to print. Instead of printing first and then trying to sell them, taking pre-orders, whether that's a card deck, a planner, a journal, a book, anything, you just take the pre-orders, figure out the demand, and then tell us what to print, and we'll print and drop ship it. It's a great way to figure out, like, not you know, money-wise, it's great because you can figure out you, you get paid first and then you pay us. So from a cash flow perspective, it's super smart, but also trying to anticipate how many to print. So I love pre-orders. I think they're super smart, a great way to go for any product. There you go. See? So your whole world, your big ideas coming to light just by listening to this podcast because the amazing Cindy Tyler from Vervante, she is the owner, the founder, and she is an advocate for all of us to, to just have the joy of bringing our projects to the world. If you sign up for her newsletter at vervante.com, they have all kinds of helpful tips. Yeah. And uh, I just was reading the one today about how to sell your product. You know, like they are constantly educating. They have an entire back of the house library that you can go back and everything from putting together your first book to these yeah. products to planners, which are so hot. And if you're listening and you're a coach, she, you know, she's such a great way for coaches to create mm -hmm. really great products for the people that they coach and for taking to conventions when you're out right. speaking because there's so many ways you can um, monetize that. Well, Cindy, I want to ask you before we're done, if you were giving some ideas for someone listening for being an entrepreneur and living your dream, um, what would be three things that you might tell uh, a current entrepreneur that's listening today to help them on their journey of business and life? Oh boy, for sure, do something you love. You know, I think you can't, can't do something forever if you don't really believe in it and love it. And so whether that's, you know, whatever that is, you have to love what you're doing. Otherwise it's just as a job, right? So I think you have to love it. I think you have to be committed to put in the work. I think, you know, it takes consistent day in, day out, put, do the hard work. It is, it's just not easy. It doesn't, nothing comes easy. I think if you love it, it feels easier than just going to work, but you have to love it. You have to put in the hard work and you have to be consistent. I think those are the things that, um, for me, I just, you know, I just think every day, every day, day in, day out, you just get up, look forward to talking to customers. What can you help them with today? And just keep doing that every day. I, I can't, and I can't believe 22 years has gone by and how, I mean, you're, you're my role model, Betsy, doing it. I don't even know, 15 years longer than that. Goodness. 
1985, I started my business, which is really interesting and scary and good. And yeah, that's a lot of years ago. And, and though you and I are the similar age, I think we yeah. are younger at 60s, 60-ish. Yes, 60-ish. Uh, 61, coming up for me. Um, yeah. We're younger at 60-ish um, than so many people I know that are 30 or 40 that mm-hmm. are not uh, unleashing their purpose to help others in a job, in a vocation, in an avocation, in a hobby. I think you and I stay young because we have the energy of possibility. And you are standing next to the next great idea. And it doesn't matter your age. It doesn't matter where you are in your journey. If you have a great idea and you're listening to this podcast for a reason, this is a podcast that talks about possible and the people you meet here are real and they will help you. So tell everybody how to find Vervante. So it's vervante.com, V-E-R-V-A-N-T-E.com. And we have, like Betsy said, we have poured 22 years of learning into that. So there's, there's a help page where there's videos, there's um, expert guides. Our blog is, I don't even know, 10 or 11 years of just tons of content. So, and and me, I'm, I, my favorite part of my job is you can schedule an appointment and I'm, I'm available to chat about a new project or refresh an old project or bring to life something that was on the back burner. So I love talking to customers about what the next step is and how to proceed and what should the product be. So, and then we have a support staff and then all of our printing and production and fulfillment is all done in our Utah facility. So everything's manufactured in the U S which I think is really awesome and shipped from our warehouse in Utah. So Just take a look and let me know how we can help. Well, I can again tell you, if you have an idea in yourself or you have a friend that's always been talking about doing a book, do not let them get into those book scams online and those people that want to charge you all this money and make you get this many copies and push you into something. um, Let someone like Cindy Tyler and Vervante and her team educate you so you know what you're buying. And so you buy the amount of books or journals or card decks or card sets, all the things I have to order today. Okay. So you buy the ones you need and that you kind of ask the customers what they're looking for. And don't be afraid. I started with, I think, 30 sets of cards and I ordered them in like sets of 30. And I found two little stores in Denver that carry the cards and I schlep them around when I go places. And still at the last one, somebody bought all of them. And said, I love these. I send them to everybody all around the country. And I was like, wow, now I have sold out. And then you just go in your portal and some cards will be uh, visiting you soon. But the quality is great. And the love comes with every order. No extra charge on the love. So (laughs) we have been so blessed to have one of my favorite humans on this earth, Cindy Tyler, on Boost Power Podcast today. Because today is the first day of the rest of your life. And that means you get to choose. Is there something today that's interesting? Is there someone you meet that opens up an opportunity or a possibility? Perhaps this is your day and find Cindy at vervante.com and she can get you started down your road to greatness. I just appreciate you listening to Boost Power Podcast. Please subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Give us a rating. Tell your fun friends about us because we are here to uplift and inspire. This is your host, Betsy Wearsman. Thank you.
Thank you for listening to Boost Power Podcast and plugging in stories from the journey of life and business. Our music is by award-winning singer-songwriter Megan Burt, and we're produced at the Cinder Sound Studios in Colorado. We are part of the Global Sisterhood Podcast Network, people committed to podcasts on purpose that are designed to uplift and inspire. Please subscribe to Boost on your favorite podcast platform and tell your friends to join us. Learn more, BetsyWiersma.com.